everyone, and welcome back to Frequency Writer, Color the Magic, and Whole Soul Mastery. I'm Marie Moeller, and I'm an author, intuitive, and the scribe of these particular messages from the Arcturian Collective that are walking with us and empowering us to rise in our ascension journeys. And here we are in September 2022, coming back together again in a marinade's message to marinate in the most recent frequencies that the guides gave us for this month, for the remainder of 2022, really, for the spiritual work that is ours to do for those at the leading edge of creation, the leading edge of awakening, the leading edge of rising into the higher dimensional version that is really your all-time dimensional version of you that's been obscured by your 3D lenses, by this very small constricted soul site. We are called to always expand our picture. And we're going to be talking about expanding that bigger picture vision today when we do the reviews of the most recent transmission. And I also review some of the energies that I feel weaving into the messages that the Arcturian Collective gave to us most recently. And also that we, many of us are experiencing in our lives right now. So I've brought in with me the energies of blue frequencies. The guide spotlighted that they're very calming frequencies. I had a friend gift this painting to me that I think represents the central sun, that zero point portal, the two halves, the two sides of the wolf, the battle between the two wolves, the legend of the two wolves. But then that straight and narrow path straight through the center in our divine neutrality. I like to bring that imagery into our conversations. You'll see that right behind me. And of course, there's this ever-present reminder to our spirits, not so much our minds. We're leaving our minds. We have to leave our minds to enter this new risen I don't know if I'd say kingdom, but this new risen, new earth, higher vibrational experience. It's our minds that keep us trapped in linear time. And linear time is the serpent specialty. So we are admitting ourselves by our vibration and our vibrational sight. And we were summed in the whole year of 2020 that seeded this entire decade with this awareness that we are rising to admit ourselves into this higher vibrational state inside us. Of course, I'm wearing this aqua blue, which is also the energies of this time, oceans roaring, right? There's these energies of Aquarius and water and also air, but there's so much support for us through all of this symbology. And of course, I brought my Andara crystals to be a part of this conversation with us, to inspire a higher dimensional soul sight in the things that we'll explore today. Here's another big one. And then here's another little one. So I have four Andara crystals here, all of these same blue hues to calm the edges that feel a little frayed, that feel a little tested, that feel a little overwhelmed right now in this space where we're more and more aware of being in between what we have been and known so well, which is our 3D, smaller, fearful, scarcity consciousness self into this new, infinite, otherworldly, expansive version of us that is meant to lead us into this new quantum era and quantum age of soulful expansion. So let's get into this marinades and messages 
today. Let's review what the guides recently shared with us in the parcels of energy for September 2022, when they focused on the reclaiming and restoring of God's original Garden of Eden. They're really exposing that what we think of as creation, what we think of as reality and real life and people who are exploring anything different to that are checked out of reality. Maybe we have to check out of reality to get into truth, right? Maybe we have to check out of the stories and the lies that we may have been told. And that's where Eagle comes in this month through the guides messages, but you can really feel that spreading its wings, expanding its soul sight, right? Seeing all the way to the horizon and beyond, right? And using its talents to clear away the illusions you know, eagle flies above the lies. That's part of what we must do now for those at the leading edge of creation, helping the rest of humanity awaken to more of who they truly are as more of the illusion falls away. And who is clearing away the illusion? The leading edgers, the people who are admitting themselves by their own vibration and by their vibrational choosing into that zero point that you see here. And then we're going to continue to spotlight again and again in these conversations and these connections together. So let's take a look at some of these parcels of energy from the latest transmission from the Arturian Collective to support us and empower us in perhaps the greatest storm that humanity has ever known. We are in the storm now. We have been in the storm, whether people are aware of that or not, but we're going to another layer of the storm or multiple layers of the storms, depending on how your vibrational emissions, admissions and emissions are allowing you to enter into this new, more quantum realm. And anything that's out of alignment with those higher vibrational energies of the God timeline are getting, are quaking right, are getting rattled, are getting throttled a bit. And it might seem like a part of us is suffering and maybe a part of us is dying. I would say a part of us is releasing because it has no place in the higher vibrations of where we are going as a human consciousness, as an individual soul, but as part of a collective consciousness that's growing this whole new terrain. And we are the bridges into that new terrain by our belief and our faith and our awareness of calling up that spiritual fortitude that many of us have practiced for lifetimes to be here now in these times and stepping up as that brave epic soul and that brave epic hero in these times that will go almost where no man has gone before, where no soul has gone before with such a vibrational gap in between where we're going and where we are or have been in recent times. And yet we get to choose your vibrational destination, your vibrational coordinate on the map of the entire universe and in God's creation is being mapped by your frequency, your vibration, your energy. You choose what your energy is from moment to moment, conversation to conversation, even self-conversation to self-conversation, your dialogues with yourself. You are admitting yourself into this new earth by the choices of the frequencies that you're inhabiting or also, you're not admitting yourself. You're keeping yourself further away from what is rightfully divinely yours as a soul and daughter or son of God, 
um, we are finding our way back into that beautiful, extraordinary, epic, multidimensional Garden of Eden that has lived within us all this time. But now there are rising Adams and Eve saying, our shame and guilt and all the regrets are not going to keep us out of the garden. We're going to move through those heavier, denser energies, and we're reclaiming it. So let's talk about reclaiming the garden today. And I thank you for joining me in these messages and marinades. And let's get started. Let's dig a little deeper into some of these energies. So here we are, really, in this most recent transmission. We're all feeling the energies, this these crescendo moments, this like acceleration of energies. We're feeling this quantum invitation to be more of who we really are. And to do that, we have to be listening to these calls that the Arcturian Collective, these star nations and star races, the Pleiadians, right? The Lyrans, the Syrians, there are so many star races and star beings who are watching, who are empowering us, who are summoning us to remember, to like pop open and to expand our soul vision so we can just see a few degrees beyond the theater and this set that we've been playing in, which is the Serpent's Garden of Eden. And that was a huge distinguishment that the guides gave to us, right? That this really is not God's original Garden of Eden. If it was, it'd be a whole lot more fun. It would be a whole lot more blissful and not just for a chosen few, but for everyone, right? So what has to happen? Who was cast out of that Garden of Eden, of God's Garden of Eden, but Adam and Eve who lowered their vibrational frequencies and vibrations by their choices and descended us deeper into the serpent's Eden through the serpent's seduction into this deeper incarceration, which at some level the collective may have wanted. They wanted to exercise their own free will. So I think there was a part of the collective Adam and Eve consciousness that wanted to experience its own creations. And I'm sure the serpent had just the right fruit up its sleeve, which was represented in the apple that it tempted Eve with. I still believe the guides haven't spoken to it. I haven't read anything ever about that apple, but it would be interesting to explore in another marinade's messages, wouldn't it? What that apple really re represents. Why an apple? right? It, it makes us question that at the very least. And by questioning it and asking bigger picture questions, we get bigger picture answers. So who has to readmit themselves by vibration back into the God timeline, back into God's garden of Eden? The awakening Adams and Eves that say, I will no longer inhabit the vibrations of guilt. I will no longer inhabit the vibrations of shame. I am not guilt and shame. Those are gifts that the serpent gave to us when we entered its lair, its den, and its realm. So it is the awakening Adams and Eves who are exposing the serpent's den, revealing God's garden of Eden, the original garden of Eden, and they are aligning with God's timeline. They're coming back. This is the time of the great return. This is a very exciting time. And this is also a very upending time. So if you feel like things in your own personal life are a little topsy-turvy, if you feel like you're being attracted to eat different foods, right? To live a different way, to not watch the same TV shows, to listen to different kinds of podcasts. Maybe you're noticing you've been in a rut and you've been listening to the same people again and again, or reading the same kind of books again and again. This is about 
expansion. This is about stretching our awareness. This is about expanding our soul sight in the year, in the decade of the 2020s, expanding that 2020 clear soul sight that we're going to need to empower these awakening Adam and Eve's archetypal energies and vibrational blueprints inside us where we move beyond our own shame and doubt, where we move beyond our own confusion and where we constrict and contract ourselves because we've lived in the serpent's den and the serpent's Eden for so long. So let's take a look at some of these big picture parcels for review that I typed out today. I just streamed these onto the page. But I think these are things worth considering. I think these are things worth talking about. And so we have this big picture review. And I, as I was typing this I was and tuning in, I was feeling how interesting that this emphasis on big picture reviews, right, has been in the marinades this whole time. And it's just now maybe getting a second look this big picture review, right? I think we're all in this process of, of a big picture review. And I want to acknowledge that there's these references in the transmission to bigger picture sight in this recent transmission and their messages for us. So we are really called to see bigger, to seek deeper, to take these deeper dives, to ask bigger questions, to get bigger soul-sighted answers. So in that bigger picture soul sight and 2020 clear soul sight, we are living in a time where the big old band-aid that has patched our 3D lives, where it must be removed. That band-aid we thought that protected us. We need to remove that band-aid that we thought protected our wounds, that we thought protected the mother wound. And now what is happening? That band-aid and 3D patch of our wound-based, scarcity-based, ego-based injuries and perceptions must be removed, leaving the mother wound inside us all to heal. Who wounded the great mother? It's a great question. It's a great question, and it's a big question, and it, and it invites bigger picture answers. The biblical serpent, of course, in Eden and for centuries of life here on planet Earth. It's time to expose that great wound to divine sunlight and sunshine and rise into the living light of true healing and emancipation, right? Sunlight and sunshine heal. Just like the ocean, the salt water heals wounds. We need to open up and expose the rawness of those wounds to the sunlight and to nature and to the elements in a way to just burn it and let the alchemical process heal us and heal those wound tethers, those mother wound injuries that we protect perhaps most of all. We tuck Mother Earth deep inside ourselves and say, that's the last stand, right? You're, you can hurt all these other things. I can go through all this tragedy that we might've said to ourselves thousands of lives or lifetimes ago. But at the end of the day, there was this deep desire to protect the great mother more than ourselves. So what are we protecting more than ourselves? We're protecting the perception of a wounded mother earth that can't fend for herself. Maybe we have to expose these wounds to the sunlight. We have to pull off that Band-Aid. And there's the question. Do you pull off the Band-Aid real quick in seconds? So it's quick and there's a little bit of a sting or some pain, but the Band-Aid is removed and the sunlight can flood in. 
or do you peel the Band-Aid back slowly? I mean, that kind of is a personal preference, right? Kind of a slow, maybe torturous, painful Band-Aid removal process where it hurts and then it hurts some more and then it hurts some more, but you slow down because you don't like to feel the pain and it's uncomfortable. And you think if you go slower, you'll be able to tolerate it better, but you're not really tolerating it. You're just raising your threshold for sustained injuries, sustained stress, right? And that might give you the perception that you feel better by going slower. Or do you take it off all at once? And you also talk to yourself that doing that is quicker and you don't have to stay in the pain as long. These are like the scales of justice going on inside ourselves. What is justice when it comes to this perpetual old ancient band-aid that has been what patched up our wounds inside us? Do we remove it quickly or do we remove it slowly for different reasons and rationale inside us? And in the end, it's our intuition that must lead us. We have to trust our intuition to know how best should that Band-Aid be removed. In the meantime, in the backdrop of our experience, there are all these whirls and swirls of cosmic and celestial energy. And there's this great quickening going on. And there's this ascension weather going on. Inside all of us, there are storms. Around us, there are storms. There are geological storms. There are geopolitical storms. There's really almost a storm of every kind and of all kinds of nature going on, including our own deep, divine, vibrational nature. We are wrestling ourselves with those Band-Aids. We are wrestling ourselves. It's like that old phrase with the flower, right? She loves me, she loves me not. He loves me, he loves me not, right? To remove the Band-Aid, to not remove the Band-Aid and leave it as it is, to remove it, to not remove it, to remove it, to not remove it. A lot of people are peeking from behind the covers where they've covered up all their soul vision. They've got all these injuries inside. They don't even know they're carrying around as baggage. And, but they might be becoming aware of like, oh, I'm going to have to take off the Band-Aid off that wound. It was so painful when that injury happened. I don't really want to take the Band-Aid off because when it's all covered up, I don't really have to see it. And maybe it'll just heal by my trusting source and I don't have to do anything else. Maybe in a higher dimensional realm, that is true. But in a lower dimensional realm where ignorance is not bliss, ignorance is disempowerment, we must choose not whether if we're going to remove the Band-Aid, it's more the pacing of the Band-Aid's removal. And I believe we're either on a short and a fast track or we're on a longer track and a slower track. Either way, there is almost a tsunami level, a flood level of Band-Aid removal for the collective humanity and for all of sentient kind, really. We can no longer patchwork all those wounds based on scarcity and ego injuries and a deeper desire to protect the mother. She doesn't need protection. I think the wounds need exposure and exposing them is what I believe is is happening and is only going to continue to happen in this ascension and rising process. So awakening lions, awakening eagles, awakening harbingers, that's us, are here to help in that process. There's so much support for us to step up and do the unthinkable thing. There's so much support for us to take off that Band-Aid instead of staying in the comfort of what we don't see can't hurt us, right? In fact, what we haven't been seeing has been hurting us 
process and the injuries aren't healing. In fact, they're just getting deeper and wider and broader, more systemic and more insidious by the day. So we know this time of quantum band-aid removal is happening. And we are the awakening lions, the awakening eagles and the awakening harbingers who are here to assist this process inside us. We are the ones we've been waiting for. And then here is this energy of the awakening Adams and Eves. That's us too, who are rising globally and reclaiming the God timeline. It's time to take our power back, our divine power and our divine empowerment. Awareness is preparedness. Awakening is whole picture living. Epic storms are upon you and within you, and they are on your shores. And with them on our shores and those storms inside us and within us and around us, we can see and we can feel that Band-Aid. We can see and feel that those patches on the wounds are not going to help clear away those epic storms. The only way those epic storms clear is because you choose to go through those storms, trusting the inner guidance inside you to guide you, right? The arc people seek in these times is an inner arc, an ascension arc that is arching its way as a bridge from illusory and lack-filled living back to higher dimensional living, inner harbinger-led living, and rising in the light of true God timeline living. So all that has existed in your upside down lives is flipping right side up. It may be disorienting. It may be overwhelming, but it is also liberating and perhaps for some soulfully exhilarating. All will have their own experiences of this, this fall. The fall of the serpent's indoctrinations and incarcerations is happening in the fall of 2022. The rising will unfold on wings of eagles and through awakening clear soul sight that must find its way back to sacred lenses and healing doses of divine truth. It is time to rise. It is time for big picture vision, which is God vision, right? And higher vibrational vision. And I say, let's go. So let's definitely continue to feel this energy of those big old band-aids that need removal, that it's time has come for removal. It's just a matter of how, how are our emotions decide to meet those invitations and how we find our way back to big picture living, which is big faith-based living, which is big union with source living. We get to choose how that is going to play out at some level within our being. So let's dive into some of the most recent parcels of energy that the guides gave us for September 2022 and beyond into this new grand creation of this new age of Aquarius and this new earth experience. And the guides say it is Mother Earth, Mother Mary, El Moria, and the Arcturian High Council here streaming through the light of Christ consciousness that lives in everyone and everything. Your world as you know it is cracking up meaning anything that is false, anything that is out of alignment with divine source and divine creation, anything that was seeded from a deceptive or biblical serpent seed is in the process of the great quaking, the great shaking, the great rattling, and the great revealing. 
Through the cracks in the foundations that the great quaking is creating, the living light of Christ consciousness, unity consciousness, and really divine consciousness is getting in. And you, dear awakening harbingers listening to our messages for the first time today, or as a seasoned veteran of the Arcturian frequencies already, are the change makers. You are the breathers of higher dimensional vibrations, and thus you are the breathers of higher dimensional knowingness. For breath of this higher dimensional caliber is knowing. It is creationary. It is life-giving. It is you, awakened and awakening soul, who is giving life and light to all of this new glorious creation as the old one cracks, crumbles, and expires for all to see. Your conscious breathing in this way gives life force and sacred prana to a new world just beginning, and it expires the old one whose time has come to a close. Thus, you are breathing in divine co-creation with Source when you consciously breathe and you consciously partner with Source to light the way in your living breath for divine goodness, greatness, and wholeness to find, empower, and bless humanity again as a living community and expression of the God heart once more on planet Earth. There streams through the light of Christ consciousness. I mean, Christ consciousness outside of any religion that has been given or formed on this planet and all the various names of the different religions. Just feel the light of the Christ. Just feel the light of ascended soul mastery. Just feel the light of that unification with source without separation consciousness in it. It is an extraordinary energy stream that the guides come through that light of the Christ consciousness that lives in everyone and everything. And they've been telling us that our world as we know it is cracking up, meaning the things that are false are falling away. Anything out of alignment with divine creation is falling away. If we're worried that there's something that is an illusion and it's not falling away, we can empower change to run its course in those organizations or within those people who don't know that the false matrix that the serpent's eden is running them in the duality game that is required here until you wake up to it so even then we can allow other people their experience even then we can allow other people their perceptions we may ask a few questions to understand a little bit more where someone is about a particular thing or understanding or understanding but in the for the most part many of us are falling into that hammock of grace if there's something to fall fall into faith fall into the hammock of grace fall into the light of these sunflowers fall into the light of the original garden of eden allow yourself to be bathed and seeded with god's original seeds of light while the great shaking goes on while things rattle things around you that have been asleep for a really long time Instead of fearing the great quaking and the great shaking and the great rattling and the great revealing, we can empower it to do its work as gently, as completely, as holistically, and as gracefully and peacefully as possible, while other people are in tremendous fear about the very same quakes, about the very same shakes. We 
who can ground in the light of Christ consciousness, the, we can ground in the light of unity consciousness in union with the divine mother, especially if we've removed those band-aids and healed the great wounds inside us about what happened to the great mother and what happened to our soul's history when the great mother fell into this timeline of deception and sorcery and serpentry, right? It is time to rise and awaken that we have empowered that vision, that timeline of deception by our very participation, by breathing life force into it, by reacting to it instead of empowering the quaking and shaking to dismantle it, to dematerialize it, to disappear it from this planet forevermore. We have that kind of power when we work together. Through the cracks in the foundations that the great quaking is creating, the living light of Christ consciousness, unity consciousness, and really divine consciousness is getting in. When I read that passage, it makes me think about this image on the screen, like those sunflowers that stand and keep rising taller and taller and taller, reaching for the match to its own light codes, which it finds in the central sun's energy, right? It is looking and orienting to the divine sun, right? Even though we know that storms pass through those sunflower fields, those fields of flowers, they get rained on wind, you know, big gusts of wind blow through there and may threaten to blow them down. And yet they stand, they ground their roots deep in mother earth and they turn in the vibrational orientation due north to source in alignment with the central sun energy, and they open themselves to the great receiving. So winds can blow through, gale force winds can blow through, ascension storms can blow through, and we can be like those tall sunflowers rising in our ascension process, straightening our chakra pillar, breathing the divine prana through our chakra pillar, deep down and grounding it in mother earth. So when the storms and the quakes and the shakes blow through, we are solid. We are sanctified. We are whole and strong and grounded in the life force of the great mother who in her higher dimensional form was never wounded or injured at all. This 3D realm is much like a movie, even though it feels like a live in theater not just a drive-in theater, but a live-in theater where we've been immersed in the theater of the experience and we haven't known that we're in a theater. We haven't known we're kind of in the Truman Show of this 3D matrix, the Serpent's Matrix. But once you begin to wake up and rise out of it, like rising out of the Truman Show type of existence, you start to realize that every breath you take and expire is creationary. You are breathing in new life force, new ideas, new visions, new possibilities, and you're breathing the manifestation into the world. So if we don't want to breathe more fear and more entrapment and more incarceration and more of the serpent's power into this world, we best use our words impeccably and really use our breath impeccably so we can stand tall and with joy like these sunflowers. It also makes me think of the hummingbird energy, right? Who's also all about joy. So many people would say, how can you conflict resolve 
being in, in fear and being triggered in your lower dimensional form. And at the same time, hold this timeline where you know everything is perfect as it is. And that this whole 3D storm that you might be experiencing is completely a theatrical performance that you are an actor in the play of right? You are part of that cast and crew of that movie. Only we all have to wake up to this. And when we no longer empower it with our attention, the serpent has to fall away. That's how you slay the serpent. That's how the eagle slays the serpent in the end with those talons, but mostly with like turning away from the energy game and the invitations to play one more time. We'll talk about that a little bit more in a couple slides to come. Slide number two, the world needs conscious awakened souls like you to align with your higher timeline, to align with your clear soul sight, and to align with the inner spaces and awareness that only conscious breathing take you to when you are ready. And we believe that this point of readiness is upon many of you. You are keenly aware of the cracks in everything that Leonard Cohen sang about in his epic song anthem, and you are breathing divine life force right here and right now with us, not to patch the cracks, but to co-create a whole new earth experience for all sentient kind on your world and in the quantumly interconnected galactic world as well." Your conscious breathing has this power. You are a powerful, precious soul in creation, weaving and reorienting this planet and all sentient life to the unity that lives in all things in creation. Isn't that an amazing image on the screen, that sunflower field? I mean, that's just extraordinary just to see sunflowers for as far as the eye can see. And to me, if we spiritualize that vision and that image, we can really say, can you imagine seeing souls turning and orienting to the light for as far as the eye can see? What if every sunflower in that field, those watching the video can see? What if every sunflower was a living soul? Not a flower essence and a flower soul, but truly what if that was a sea of humanity right now? What if that was a field of humanity right now? And they were all orienting themselves due north to source, right? Completely in lockstep and in alignment with Mother Gaia and with the guidance of source streaming through them through divine prana and then going through their chakra pillar all the way down from soul star chakra to earth star chakra deep down into the earth where she, where mother earth receives you, re receives all that prana, that divine sacred energy and matches that and sends you back up your chakra pillar with her divine crystalline 5d frequencies of living light and empowers you from your earth star chakra all the way back up to your soul star chakra. And then you're living as these living sunflowers, right? And you're seeding living sunflower seeds for those who will come after you to seed an entirely new and more expansive garden. Powerful. Okay, parcel number three, when something feels overwhelming and scary, take a conscious breath. When something unexpected comes into your experience, take a conscious breath. When something invites you to lower frequency thought forms, imagery, feelings, memories of the past, etc., take a conscious breath. 
For in that conscious breath, you transmute the pain of the lower dimensional illusion you were just experiencing. You make it vibrationally null and void within your own experience. And you simultaneously create a pathway to something entirely new and wholesome right there in that one conscious moment. Simply because you chose to do so. That is the living power of your breath. That is the living power of your thoughts and your words. And words are simply a quantum expression of divine prana and sacred breath through sounds. Do you remember the guides in the last transmission said, sound your light and light your sound? I think that layer of vibrational awareness is with us as they said that, right? As they say, and words are simply a quantum expression of divine prana and sacred breath through sounds. Ring the bells that still can ring, says Leonard Cohen in the song anthem. You are divine instruments, dear ones. You are the quantum bell ringers now. You are the sounders of this global liberation. Keep ringing the bells, dear ones. Keep breathing this living light and sounding it into form. Be the celestial bell and divine trumpet of your own ascensionary greatness. You are remembering in these messages today how truly powerful you are. Your conscious and quantum breath creates worlds, literally. It materializes them and it dematerializes them. If you can do these things, what else can humanity do? It's a good question, isn't it? It's a big picture question, isn't it? I think you have the next thousand plus years to discover and really rediscover answers to that very question. But we would say, be prepared to be amazed, awestruck, and delighted. And this return of your powerful creationary gifts is only just beginning. When your world becomes one again and thus lives through the conscious choosing and the conscious breathing of the essence of unity consciousness once more, there is no limit or end to what you can achieve. It is in unity and collaboration that leaps of consciousness and quantum creation for the betterment of all sentient kind in the cosmos becomes the new paradigm and the new way of life in a 5D and higher reality. Your conscious and quantum breathing are what opens that portal and welcomes you to step through it. I think conscious and quantum breathing are very powerful soul gifts and soul tools that can help us to choose to do it and to claim the living power of our breath and to claim the living power of our thoughts and our words and to ring those bells that still can ring. So we ring ourselves, we sound ourselves into global liberation. I think that is what is happening. Okay, parcel number four, divinely timed events and simultaneous happenings on your world are manifesting the great quaking and crumbling now. Nothing can stop the divine clearing of this old 3D world and its structures. Nothing. The inner gears of the universe knew of the 3D realm's expiration date long before humanity did. And thus the destruction of this dense 3D illusionary reality has been in play for longer than you may presently be able to perceive to be true. Perhaps we might even say that these gears of the universe were operating the very beginning of this 3D cycle of separation, corruption, and duality consciousness. 
And now they are rolling out with greater power and divinely timed precision the physical mechanisms and ways that the old illusions are being dismantled on every front, at every turn, in every way. No stone will be unturned if it is standing in alignment with 3D serpentine illusions, distorted laws, and word-spell-oriented deceptions and manipulations. Some people who are crossing this threshold into the awareness of what the great quaking and crumbling really is might worry that what if something that is false doesn't quake and crumble? What if an illusion is allowed to exist? In my perceptions and from what I've gleaned from the guides over the years, it's just not going to be possible. Yes, still in the quaking and crumbling, some of the old structures can still desperately try to hang on, but there's going to be only continued quaking and crumbling. And it's like, it's going to throw off all the old costumes of energies appearing to be good. And for the greater good that have actually been completely destructive and distorted and warped really, and corrupt in many ways. So the inner gears of the universe knew of the 3D realm's expiration date long before we ever did. And thus the destruction of this dense 3D illusionary world has been in play for much longer than we may, may think, but it's being tracked and it's been monitored. And there is this time of the great return and we are all in it. And the more of us that can embrace that, the more of us that can add our collective attention. Yes, there are things quaking. Yes, there are things shaking. Yes, there's going to be the great accelerating. We're seeing that now in the month of September. We're only going to see that throughout the rest of the year. But we can give ourselves the attention and we can give ourselves the awareness. We can gift ourselves the liberation that the quakes are happening mostly now for other people who've been sleeping. They need to see that level of quaking in that way. Other people who've already experienced the great quakes and shakes at the level that created some soul growth for you to be here listening to a marinade's message like this, it means that you're here to anchor the new timeline. You may be part of releasing the old through your old wound tethers, but really we're invited to participate with our attention and our energy where attention goes, energy flows. And we know that we want to be flowing into this new earth experience, not looking back at the timeline of scarcity and trauma and tragedy and suffering that the serpent keeps wanting to offer to us like a little piece of candy or a little ice cream cone off a little ice cream cone truck. We can just say, I'm not saying no offense to people who ride those bikes and who ride those little carts. But my point is, as a metaphor, we don't want what the serpent is selling. Many of us are waking up and saying, I'm just not playing. And when we're not playing, we witness the shaking and the quaking, but it's not our own. And that's really significant to know for these times. What do you need in these times? The aerial view of the eagle harbinger who flies above the lies, the deceptions, the chaos, and the illusions. He or she is in this world, but not of this world. The eagle harbinger flies and rises above the smog of humanity's fear and overwhelm released as more truth dawns on the sleeping masses and more energies of collective shock, grief, and overwhelm strike the very core of people's belief systems, religions, daily structures and schedules, and organizational structures and systems. 
The world has withstood the wicked and insidious games of the serpent ever since Adam and Eve allowed its access eons and eons ago. And while the earth is timelessly in her higher dimensional form, divinely strong and stealth in her original divine blueprint, her 3D illusory body is profoundly weakened. And thus, too, so is the humanity who still slumbers on the bed of this bruised and battered 3D Mother Earth. Eagle sees through the smog of illusion. Eagle flies above the battering and bruising of the physical foundations of this 3D realm. Eagle flies above the battering and bruising of the human ego in this very challenging ascension timeline. And Eagle flies higher and higher until it is able to get a clear view of God's great vision for this ascension and expansionary emancipation of this entire planet and the entirety of all of divine creation. For Eagle knows this is not just about one person, one community, one country, or the whole earth. This is an alchemical transformation for all in creation right now. Things are playing out at a level beyond any kind of mental comprehension. It can only be felt to be known. This level of profound alchemical change and transformation can only be felt to be witnessed, transmuted, and then risen into the collective experience of creation. I think with all that we're experiencing that's happening, I think the guides really hit the nail on the head. What do we need in these times? The aerial view of the eagle harbinger. We can even say the eagle harbinger that has the Adam and Eve inside it, that flies above the lies, the deceptions, the chaos, and the illusions, and that uses its talents to tear away the illusions and to release the game of the biblical serpent, right? So it's in this world, but it's not of it. That is something that a lot of people have heard, but they don't know how to live. I think we're being summoned to live this on a whole new level and we're going to have to grow into it. Even if we feel like we don't have the skills, we're going to have to learn how to vibrationally be in this world and not of it. And the people who've chosen to sleep the longest, it's fine that they've made that choice. It's just time that they're going to be squeezed awake, in my opinion. I think the ascension energies are already squeezing everyone and everything. Still, some people might sense that squeezing as a restlessness to do more back in the 3D world, to keep turning to all the distractions they typically engaged until we realize that engaging the distractions doesn't get me any closer to having relief from the suffering that they're feeling and the squeezing that they're feeling. Eventually, the squeezing and the suffering will be so big that there will be no distraction that can call their attention away from it. And they're going to have to go through the eye of the storm of that suffering until they realize in that perfect zero point portal, there's no pain or suffering. There's only peace. We are going to walk through that portal. In my opinion, we've already been in that portal, but I think we're moving through that ever more clearly, ever more holistically, and ever more collectively, even though it may seem like those at the leading edge are very alone. I don't think so. And I also think there are plenty of eagles flying above the lies, tearing away the illusions, and sending us doses of truth through the ethers in a variety of ways. For those watching this video, that is a powerful, that is a powerful image of an eagle with its wings outstretched, right? With its clear soul sight, with acuity of focus, with seeing far and wide and perceiving beyond the lies and flying above the lies. 
and their talons outstretched to tear away the illusions that they've been living in and others have been living in. And the guides say, so we summon into your practices of conscious breathing, the living energy of the Eagle Harbinger, who is flying into this transmission today to remind you that you are awakening eagles. All of you, you all have the ability to see through this divine Harbinger Eagle's eyes, to see the big picture and to disentangle yourself from the calls of the biblical serpent's games, to play in the illusion just one more time. Like the Peanuts characters, Charlie Brown and Lucy, and the example of Lucy's chronic invitation to Charlie Brown to come and kick that football, does Charlie Brown ever get the chance to fulfill his desire to kick the ball? No, for to play with the serpent one last time only leads to many more one last time times. For the biblical serpent isn't really truly after winning whatever game you think you are playing with the serpent. Those games are just the seduction protocol and playbook of the serpent. The serpent's fork-tongued speech and ultimate fork-tongued deepest desire is to acquire your life force, your creationary God-given life force, to ultimately hope to become as powerful as the ultimate creator source itself. Do you feel an awareness and a resonance with a knowing inside you about the invitation to the one last time to the invitation of Lucy to Charlie Brown in that chronic invitation she always extends. Come on, Charlie Brown, just one more time. I won't do it this time like I did all the others. This time will be different. What the awakening harbingers are recognizing, what that awakening and amazing biblical harbinger, the eagle harbinger, is flying above those lies and knows that it's just one more, one last time. It's truly powerful when we get beyond, when we live beyond the serpent's fork-tongued speech and ultimate fork-agenda deepest desire to acquire our life force, and we simply say, no, I'm not playing. So Eagle flies above every seductive game that is being played now, and with its otherworldly visual acuity, it sees the duality games and gnarly manipulations of the biblical serpent still at play in everyday life at this point on your world, and it calls out the serpent with its talons, succeeding again and again in tearing away the illusions of this world and flying again into higher light and higher and more expansive soul sight. As has been mentioned previously, remember the powerful reference to quantum harbinger snake eagles, if you will, who do not wrestle the biblical serpent's energies in the weeds of this 3D realm on land. Those quantum harbinger snake eagles use stealth divinely timed strikes on those biblical serpent energies and entities and again and again use their talons to grab the snake energies and neutralize their dark energies midair in the divine realms where the quantum snake eagles ultimate power and swift strengths shine. That's a powerful image and those are powerful parcels of energy and you put those things together and your soul can drink in some of that wisdom. That's a lot of energy that I know a lot of people live, but one more time. Well, I needed to see it one last time. Sometimes we have to go past our limits to realize that we had them. And when we do, the smart awakening, the aligning soul mastery, heroic soul that's in the journey says, oh, look at that. I went 
too far. But now because I went too far, it went too far, too much for me. I know where the line is. And then we hold the line, right? We hold that line inside ourselves because we've learned through lived experience that that is our line to hold and not for others to cross and certainly not for the serpent to cross anymore. So three more parcels to go. The guides say, God's harbingers are always victorious when they align with the God timeline and the faith required to vibrate at that level of inner harbinger-led living. Whether many in humanity know this or not, there's a great spiritual battle underway. The inverted Garden of Eden must be turned right side up. The 3D illusory timeline where the serpent led everyone to believe it was God's creation is now being exposed for the distorted mess and density it really is. The inverted 3D Garden of Eden is the serpent's Eden. And this is what you and all of humanity have lived in for thousands and thousands of years. What is being eradicated with precision stealth eagle strikes on many fronts and on multiple dimensions of existence is the exposure of that demonic biblical serpent and its minion armies that do its bidding. And when the ultimate midair strikes unfold, the biblical serpent will be eradicated from this and all realms forevermore. But for now, a deep and profoundly orchestrated and technically complex takedown of the biblical serpent's demonic kingdom of Eden, if you will, is underway. We are in this time of the great shakes. We are in the time of the great quakes. We are experiencing the storms and the storms are the takedown of the biblical serpent. We are aware that we are in the storm. And if you expand your soul vision and you seek the truth with a capital T, you'll find your way into seeing evidence of these ultimate midair eagle strikes, right? That are striking the biblical serpent and taking him out and to release him and clear him and dematerialize him and neutralize him. And in all those powerful energies of transmutation, doing that with the serpent, clearing that out forevermore. I mean, we are so fortunate to have these harbingers in these this, the symbologies and the mythologies and really the creationary story of these harbingers that sit at the right hand of God, right? And do God's bidding, do God's great works in the times perhaps of the greatest challenge. So you have Eagle launching into this world in this great spiritual battle to do what Eagle does best, which is to take out the serpent in its own game, in its own soup and eradicate it from this planet. Okay, the Eagle Harbinger sent from source to this realm is engaged in many Harbinger airstrikes on the biblical serpent from many angles and on multidimensional battlegrounds. Yet this Eagle Harbinger is also blueprinted and seeded by God within you for this time of Adam's and Eve's rising. And that is truly what this timeline you are living right now is. It is the time of all Adam's and Eve's rising to eradicate the biblical serpent from this earth and to restore and reset the true garden of Eden once more to thrive here on planet earth forever. There are glorious times to come for all sentient kind once the biblical serpent is eradicated in all timelines and in all dimensional realms. There are glorious times to come for all sentient kind once the biblical serpent is eradicated in all timelines and in all dimensional realities. 
This decade, the 2020s on planet Earth, is the profound portal in the entire cosmos where the power of God will move swiftly, keenly, stealthily, and precisely to turn the tides on the serpent, to turn the tables on the serpent, to expose the serpent, and to dematerialize and eradicate its energy print, its serpent print, from this world. The mark of the beast is one biblical reference that many are waiting and wanting to see eradicated from the collective experience in these times. God is on the move. Make no mistake. God is on the move with stealth eagle air harbingers and stealth lion fire harbingers, implementing a much greater divine plan than most have the capacity to perceive at this point in time. Your work is to align with the God timeline. Your soul presence is needed in your divine grounding and keen harbinger awareness to simply not play wherever the serpent shows up to offer enticements and to engage your attention. Where attention goes, energy flows. That is true. But you must see the biblical serpent with awakened harbinger awareness to then choose not to engage it. Turning a blind eye to the biblical serpent allows its infiltration right under your nose without you knowing it. Those are very powerful parcels. They're saying a lot, but they're definitely talking to the time of Adam's and Eve's rising. In a way, if you can even say that eagle has the two sides of the same bird, you have the masculine side and the feminine side, and it's time for those energies to come together to release the shame and guilt of bad decisions or decisions that had negative consequences and rising and saying, I can reset that right now through my divine breath, through my divine intention, through choosing to do so and choosing to not play with the serpent anymore. When it is restricted and constricted, and kept away from all of the life force that keeps it alive, it will simply cease to exist. And lastly, the guides say you cannot be an awakened soul and awakening harbinger ringing in the new glory of divine creation and the return of the original Garden of Eden and the God timeline and be sleeping in your knowledge of the biblical serpent. That is a fractional awakening. And it is playing a game with the serpent and yourself as to what slice, what fraction you in fact have. Awakening is whole picture living. Awakening is aerial view living. Awakening is cultivating clear soul sight. And awakening is divine union and partnership with source, like the many brave souls who have read about and connected with through the biblical texts that connect their stories with our stories now today. Noah chose big picture. Moses chose big picture. David chose big picture. And God's might and omnipotent sight and divine blessings came through that big picture, right? God's grace only comes through after you choose divine partnership and union with source in the greatest tests of faith you can imagine. It's through great faith that great blessings and divine miracles occur. This is your awakened Adam and Eve returning to the original Garden of Eden timeline in your time. Your choices, your expansive soul sight are what summon it in. And the more we summon in that inner strength of the awakened and awakening Adam and Eves who leave the timeline of shame and guilt and regret and pain and suffering and tragedy 
and the feeling of helplessness to be able to change a timeline that went in a very linear direction into dissension. We're not going to undo those things going back thousands and millions of years to unwind the hands of time in the serpent's Eden to fix it. We're not going to patch the cracks either. As the guides recently said, we are actually just going to breathe and create new. That's where you have to have this bigger picture living. That's where you have to have this kind of quantum trust or be willing to cultivate that level of seeking truth and grace and living in the big picture as possible. I love that image of that eagle, that like stealth eagle risen with the living light codes of the Christ consciousness coming through the central sun energies, empowering that divine harbinger and helping it to tear away the illusions that humanity has been subjected to over and over and over in our games that we've been trapped in with a serpent of seduction and incarceration and repeat, seduction and incarceration and repeat right? There's other factors of projection and propaganda and all these other games, but it boils down to those two root vibrations, seduction with propaganda and projection and all those things, and then incarceration, trapping people in the mind programs that the serpent seeded in the first place. It's a brilliant plan, but we need to rise beyond it. Okay. And so now for the Ascension weather forecast, well, I feel that the storms are here. Can you feel them? The rising is here. Can you allow it? Can you allow the rising in? Higher dimensional alignment and perceptions are finding each one of us. Change is happening on every level of our beingness. We can receive these conscious breaths of divine prana through accelerated change, or we can attempt to resist them. But this level of quantum change won't be outrun. It won't be avoided. Not this time. Not in this timeline. Where is a safe harbor for an arc in a storm? Going within. Meeting source inside you. With faith the size of a mustard seed and the active and open seeking of the Christ light within, God will meet you there. God always meets you there. Conscious breathing is here to breathe you when you feel weary in the storms, overwhelmed by the change, and disoriented in the new octaves of energies ushering in the changes. Just remember that that change, that change agent, that change instrument, that omnipresent power of change is God. So yes, this level of union and empowerment and emancipation might create some shakes and wobbles in some people. It also will liberate a world and breathe new life force into its heart and into its soul. And that means you. That heart and soul is you too, right? They're speaking directly to you. They're speaking directly to us. We are rising in these storms to right the wrongs of an illusory timeline and to reclaim what was always right. We're the ones rising to reclaim it. And the wings of eagles are flying in, the stealth of lion, the power of bull and the wisdom of boar. 
and the essence of us as a divine human, those five harbingers, I see five harbingers, not four, helping us to rise up and through this land of grand illusion that the serpent manifested so long ago to trap a slice of our consciousness here. And we are now flying ourselves awake. We are now rising ourselves awake. And that makes me think of, as I was doing the slideshow, I felt Janice Stanfield's song, Wings of eagles come in she's an amazing positive music writer and you can find her on youtube you can find her website she has a ton of work she's done amazing things she has a song called amazing things and i may have shared this before in a different marinades message but it's worth sharing again and it's coming back around for another spiral of more expansive energy. So here are some of these lyrics that I wanted to read and I just transcribed them from the song I listened playing on YouTube. If you just search Wings of Eagles on YouTube and Janice Stanfield, it will show up. So Janice Stanfield sings, Deep inside me there's this longing like a bird that needs to fly. I've been captured by indecision but I was born to sail the sky and I will fly on wings of eagles. I will sail on wings of change. Unencumbered by the past, I face the new day unafraid. Life is rich with possibility. This is my moment. It's my time to shine. All it takes is a little faith and on the wings of eagles, I will fly. There's a stirring in my spirit telling me I'm free to fly. There's a small voice, I can hear it, telling me it's time to try. And I will fly on wings of eagles, I will sail on wings of change. Unencumbered by the past, I face the new day unafraid. Life is rich with possibility. This is my moment, my time to shine. All it takes is a little faith, and on the wings of eagles, I will fly. Oh, I am ready to let go of the fear that held me back. I am ready to spread my wings and make a difference that will last. And I will fly on wings of eagles. I will sail on wings of change. Unencumbered by the past, I face the new day unafraid. Life is rich with possibility. This is my moment. It's my time to shine. All it takes is a little faith, and on the wings of eagles, I will fly. All it takes is a leap of faith, and on the wings of eagles, I will fly. It's powerful. It's a beautiful song. It's a great affirmation for right now. So I encourage you to find it and listen to Janice Stanfield sing it in her own voice, in her own musical way. It's beautiful. And I think we need that kind of songful empowerment to put some wind in our wings so we can fly and remember that we were born to sail the sky. We were born to be untethered. She says, unencumbered by the past. I face the new day unafraid and she's sailing on wings of change and wings of eagles. That's meant to be us in this Ascension timeline. And it's part of this Ascension weather forecast. There can be gale force winds blowing through. There can be the floods of epic proportions on all levels of our being in the spiritual and mental and emotional and physical realms. We might be experiencing those 
but we can fly on wings of eagles and tap into something within that is a deeper strength that Noah and Moses and David and many other biblical characters and beings tapped into in their timeline and their tests of faith. We're tasked with tapping into wings of eagles and the great stealth expanse of lion, that majestic, bold, strong, powerful energy, and that of boar and bull, and that of the divine human, that divine eternal human essence, that spiritual essence, that eternal divine presence inside ourselves that knows how to soar through those storms and not be touched by any of the raindrops or the fires that may blow through in this alchemical time in this ascensionary timeline as well. So check out Janice Stanfield's musical work, her songs. She's a songwriter. She's a singer. And she also performs. I think she still does that. She was doing that for a long time. You could hire her to come to your events. And I always thought, wouldn't that be phenomenal to have Janice Stanfield come to my local community for an event that I sponsored and speak these messages to people that could touch the life of my local community. I've always had that vision. And maybe as my wings of change rise and soar and I sail in the sky of my own projects and visions in this new timeline of the new earth. Maybe Janice Stanfield still may do that in my greatest vision. So I'm going to keep that on my vision board and in my heart and feel this energy of the wings of eagles that we're all integrating with in our own harbingers within. And lastly, what's next? This comes straight from the transmission towards the end. Rise in your lion and eagle harbinger frequencies. Rise in your awakened Adam and Eve clear soul sight, having journeyed in all of these centuries and realms of time in the 3D matrix with you. You are not alone. Every Adam and Eve that has ever been deceived lives in you. Every Adam and Eve that has ever transcended the serpent's games and matrix lives in you. You are the harbinger you have been waiting for. You are the risen Adam and Eve whose time is now. There is no more deceiving Eve or Adam when you live with clear soul sight and you live in the big picture of God's divine truths. It's time for God's truth, light, sight, might, and powerful presence to return to planet Earth again. We thank you, awakening souls. We thank you, awakening and rising Adams and Eves, listening to a transmission like this in a time like this for doing your part to consciously breathe your other dimensional soul sight, soul gifts, and powerful divine presence onto and into this world at this time. These awakening Adam and Eves who'd be listening to a marinade's message like this and tapping into the energy of lion and eagle and the other harbingers would be the ones at the leading edge reclaiming the God timeline, resetting and reorienting to the God timeline, resetting due north to source and in union with divine source and with Mother Gaia. We are aware as these awakening Adams and Eves that we can tear off those band-aids covering up the illusions and the, of the injuries, the pain of the injuries and the illusions and the traps and the tethers to those injuries 
So we are finally free to fly, to fly back into the original timeline that's a vibrational coordinate that we may be floating out here in some dimensional reality in the illusion of the 3D serpents, games, and vibrational soup. But the more we aligned with the God timeline, we are going to line up straight due north to source, just like that image right behind me. Admission is by vibration. We are lining ourselves right up through that zero point portal. We're not going to get distracted by the light wolf and the dark wolf. We're not going to get distracted by the polarities and dualities of love and hate, right? Or even faith and fear. Faith can lead us into zero point. Love can lead us into zero point right? Our heart consciousness can lead us into that place of divine neutrality where we're completely in faith-filled trust, suspended midair in that energy of the eagle flying straight home, right? Into that God timeline. That's a vibrational coordinate of higher consciousness that will and is already manifesting a higher dimensional timeline that already exists. We just have to line up with it. If you're in a timeline over here, or you're in a timeline over here, or you're in a much lower timeline way down here, it's us that has to awaken as these Adams and Eves and line up due north to source in that beautiful and glorious space of divine grace, find that hammock of grace, that clear soul sight, that awakened and empowered Adam and Eve who are coming back together as the divine feminine and divine masculine weaving into one, into this powerful heart center that we have inside that is pumping us and propelling us forward with a kind of electromagnetic energy, the likes of which we haven't understood for a long time but it's activating in many of us in the stillness, in the presence of our being. So I invite you to enter that divine space of grace as these winds and storms and floods continue to flow in through the remainder of this year, this timeline of exposure, this timeline of the Jubilee, of God's Jubilee, this timeline of the forgiveness of all debts and the clearing of all debts to the serpent's matrix, why would we go into a new paradigm carrying old debt to old enslavement programs that the serpent laid in trap for us anyway? And in this way, when you can tap into God's abundance again like that, you're tapping into a higher dimensional mother earth who was never injured in the first place. We just have to line ourselves up as a child of their union, coming together in our soul sight, unifying our soul sight, unifying our two lenses, our two eyes through which we see through, even if that is through inner vision, that we align that inside ourselves and we fly with wings of eagles on the wings and winds of change into this higher dimensional new reality, despite this lower dimensional storm that's still brewing, that's shaking up and quaking up all that is not real and true in a God timeline. And there we enter new earth. There we enter the new age of Aquarius. There we inhabit that new consciousness and that new wealth and that new health and that new freedom that is beyond our mental mind's capacity to understand. That's why we must leave the mental mind in its 3D form, even if we're at a level of mastery, we need to leave those traps of the mental mind and enter the land and the world and the ether space of the divine feminine who knows to fly and sail through time and become timeless and access more infinite truths, more infinite wisdom 
and to really embody that inside ourselves. And we will see a whole new world when we do that. It's emerging through us. So thank you. Thank you, rising and awakening Adam and Eve's who are claiming your life, who are claiming your truth, who are practicing and freeing your own clear soul sight to rise into this God timeline and to rise into this new earth experience of joy and much more love and much more unity consciousness and to join our cosmic brothers and sisters, right? That we've been separated from as well. It's a grand reunion unfolding and we are the ones who are participating in that grand reunion and that quantum reunion. So I invite you to visit my website at FrequencyWriter.com to check out our Freeing and Incarcerated World film trailer there that I have on a tab. You can see that. It's a powerful trailer and message for humanity right now. You can visit me at Color the Magic on YouTube. You can find me at Marie Moeller or Whole Soul Mastery on various other platforms. I'm on Rumble, OogTube, Twitter, Facebook, True Social, and Telegram. I also invite you to check us out at Whole Soul School and Foundation. And for now, you can tune in also for, through Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, some of your favorite places to listen via audio. Please subscribe, like, and share this video. I will see you again soon for another transmission from the Arcturian Collective. And remember that together we rise. Your conscious breathing, those harbingers, your guides in spirit, Mother Gaia, Mother, Father, God, right? There is so much support for your inner rising and for our rising as a collective. Let's tap into that and let's make a pathway for that support to touch our hearts and guide us from within so our soul sight activates and we can rise with a much greater ease. Blessings, everyone. I'll see you soon. 